You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. The Daily Music Business Podcast. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host for today, Monica Strutt. And today we are talking about how to get the most out of your PR campaign and in particular, how to manage all the press coming through during your PR campaign with your social media. This is a topic that's covered in my PR course, PR Made Simple. So if you are interested in doing a PR campaign for your next release, which you totally should, PR brings so much credibility and exposure to your band, as well as giving you like a shit ton of social media content, then definitely check out the course at monicastrut.com. Go to online courses and you'll see the course PR Made Simple. In fact, I'll give you a 20% off discount code. So if you use the code SHRED at checkout, S-H-R-E-D, then you'll receive 20% off my course. So as I was saying, this is something that I do touch upon in the course, but it's also something that I'm often discussing with my clients. I actually do have a PR client at the moment. I've taken on two PR clients. I created a resource for them based on the course and based on my personal experience as a music journalist and as a social media manager, which will help them get that nice balance on socials. Before we get started, make sure you do follow me on my social media. I'm Monica Strutt everywhere. And if you like this podcast, then come subscribe to my podcast, the Being in a Band podcast. So my first tip is that all PR must be shared on your socials. So I don't care if it's a small blog or podcast, or if you're published in Rolling Stone, you need to be sharing every single media feature that your band gets on social media. However, you can't post more than twice a day on Facebook and Instagram because you want to give them a chance to get some engagement. You don't want your post to be overriding the last post that you did. And I know what you might be thinking, Monica, but you said every single post needs to be shared on social media. So I'm going to share my personal strategy when it comes to balancing PR on socials. But rewind, let's go back to that no more than one to two posts per day on Instagram and Facebook. And when I say Instagram, I specifically mean the feed. So when it comes to media items that you choose to share on your Facebook feed and your Instagram feed, this means that you need to pick the best features to share and you need to be sharing them at peak times. So normally this is early morning and nighttime, but it's really going to depend on your analytics and your target audience. So definitely have a look in the back end of Facebook or the back end of Instagram if you've got a creator account or if you've got a business account and find when the peak times are for you specifically. The next thing that you want to do is each and every time that your band posts anything, and this goes for, you know, when you're running a PR campaign and basically anytime you want every single band member in your band to then share it on their personal page from the band's page. And what this does is it not only gets more traction for that post and gets more eyes on that post, but it also brings back people that may potentially not be following your band page yet. You know, your friends, your family, your network on your personal page. It creates a really easy way for them to access your band's page and then give it a like or a follow. Now, obviously, you can't do this on Instagram. I'm talking specifically about Facebook. But I mean, if you are using Instagram, then for sure, all your band members can be sharing each and every post on their IG stories and backlinking people to your band's page from there. This is the number one organic growth tip that I have. Fuck hashtags. Honestly, you need to be taking advantage of your personal network on your personal channels. 
My next point is you can do unlimited amounts of posts on Twitter and Instagram stories. So you need to ensure every single item is shared at a minimum on these two platforms. So you want to pick your best features to be shared on Instagram and your IG feed. And these are things like interviews or a review or when someone's gone really out of their way to create a really nice write-up for you guys, not just a generic cut and paste from the press release. This is stuff where media have gone to a bit of extra effort you know, they're taking the time. You want to show the courtesy and take the time yourself to be sharing that stuff on your own channels. You really want to highlight, you know, if you're played on a really influential radio station, you really want that to be front and center on your Instagram feed, on your Facebook feed. So that way, when people are coming across your page, you have that credibility and also not only for just potential fans, but also the industry as well. You really want to humbly brag about those achievements. But everything else, you know, from smaller publications, for sure that can be shared on your IG stories or your Twitter. So IG stories and Twitter are two places where you really don't have to worry about the amount of posts that you're doing. All platforms value consistency and frequency, but these two platforms in particular, you know, kind of the more you post, the better it is. And you can have a lot of fun with IG stories as well. You can layer your music on top of a screenshot of the media feature, for example. And just a hot tip, Twitter is the most used platform by media outlets. So if you're not taking advantage of Twitter, you really need to get on there, especially prior to doing any sort of release, especially if that release is going to have a PR campaign. Now, as I said at the beginning, if you're in a professional band, you need to be doing a PR campaign for each and every release. But yeah, I read a stat somewhere that said, you know, 20 or 25% of Twitter users are actually in the media industry. They're journalists or they're authors. So, you know, usually a lot of media outlets will only tag you on Twitter. So if you're not there, you're really missing out on, you know, not only just letting the media outlet know that you appreciate them, which, you know, will bring us to my next point in just a moment, but, you know, potential social media content that you can share. My next tip is incredibly obvious, but I will say it anyway. When you are sharing stuff from media outlets, you really need to ensure that you tag them. This may seem simple, and I know a lot of you guys are probably rolling your eyes right now, but a lot of artists and bands forget to actually tag the media outlet. And, you know, a big part of you sharing is, you know, just showing them that you really appreciate the time they took to cover the news of your release. So this brings me to my next point. You always want to publicly say thank you to the outlet if they share your feature on social media. And you want to say thank you from the band page on all platforms. Even if you've already said thank you on Facebook, you need to say it again on Twitter or Instagram or wherever the outlet has, you know, shared the news of your release. Now, as someone who is running a PR campaign for some clients right now, I always say a personalized thank you on my end because, you know, as, you know, a band's PR person, it's important that I nurture the relationships that I have with media outlets. But by the band saying thank you, it does the following. It A, shows respect to the media outlet when they do not have to post about you. They especially don't have to share articles to their followers on social media. In fact, many outlets actually charge for that these days. B, similarly to sharing your band's posts on your personal pages, it easily leads followers of that outlet's page back to your band's page so that you get more followers. And C, it just promotes engagement on the media outlet's social media post, which will show it to more people, giving you that much more exposure. 
My next tip is that if you have extra budget, you can sponsor one post per week and give it that extra push. So this would only really be reserved for once again, if you had a really, really cool feature on a influential radio station or in a bigger outlet, you really just want to make sure that that news gets pushed out to your followers, friends of your followers, and, you know, fans of the publication as well. So you can sponsor a post and use an existing post and then target it to people that like your page and their friends or even people that are fans of that particular media outlet or similar media outlets. And it just gives you more credibility at the end of the day. It gets you more traction and it gets that website more hits as well, which means that you look really good in their eyes because you're bringing people to their website, which makes their advertisers happy. And they're going to be more likely to feature you in future. And that's why you always just want to show gratitude. You always want to say thank you. You always want to be sharing this stuff on social media because you just ultimately want to give yourself the best chance of being featured by outlets in future. PR is not a guaranteed thing. Like PR companies cannot force people to publish stuff on yourself as an artist or your band. So that's why it's really, really important to as I said, say thank you and share the stuff on social media and lead people to that publication's website. When it comes down to it, you know, what brings traffic to media websites is the news on bigger bands. When you are a small artist or band, not many people know about you and therefore you're definitely not going to drive as much traffic to a particular website as the bigger outlets would. And I'm pretty sure I spoke about this on a podcast episode on the Daily Music Business podcast previously, but... That's why this stuff is just so important. Ultimately, media outlets are fueled by advertising revenue. And so, you know, the more hits that they can get on their website, the happier their advertisers will be. And then they're just simply able to keep running and they'll be able to keep supporting not only bigger artists, but smaller artists like you. And my last tip is regarding Instagram specifically for those bigger sort of news items, the interviews, features on influential radio stations. I actually recommend creating a graphic as opposed to just sharing screenshots on your Instagram feed. Screenshots really bring the aesthetics of your Instagram feed down and it looks much more professional to create a graphic in something like Canva to promote your latest interview or radio play on that bigger station. You obviously don't want to go to this extra effort for, you know, just a copy paste of the press release. But as I said, for those bigger features, then a little bit of care does go a long way. I like to do this, especially for my bands that have premieres coming up. I like to use the band logo and the media outlets logo and create a really cool graphic with the band's photo or screenshot from the video clip, a high res screenshot, by the way. And yeah, create a cool graphic just promoting that premiere that's coming up in the next day or two. So that is my tips. Let's recap. Tip number one, all PR must be shared on socials. Tip number two, no more than one to two posts per day on Facebook and the main Instagram feed. Number three, you can do an unlimited amount of posts on Twitter and Instagram stories. So ensure that everything is shared minimum to these two platforms. Number four, always tag the media outlet. Five, always publicly say thank you. Six, if you have extra budget, then make sure you sponsor some of those bigger posts so that it gets pushed out to more people. And seven, regarding Instagram, create a graphic. Honestly, Instagram aesthetics, it's important. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As I said, if you like this podcast, you're going to love mine. It's called Being in a Band. And even though I am focused on mainly rock and metal, pop punk, alternative genres, a lot of the stuff will be applicable to every single genre. So come check it out. You can also join my free Facebook group, Music Marketing and Mindset for Heavy Bands and Musicians. 
And I'm actually doing a free workshop next week, which is all about how to create your hell yeah business. And what I mean by that is a business that supports your musical aspirations, because we all know what it's like to be stuck in a day job, have to ask for time off to record or go tour. It's much easier to have a side hustle, have a business, which enables you to work your own hours and have that freedom in your life to focus on your musical endeavors. I started my business as a band coach two to three years ago now. And honestly, it has been so rewarding. The hours I work are able to be worked around whatever my band has going on. I have so much more headspace to be able to focus on creative stuff. And I'm just much more fulfilled rather than working a dead end job, praying that one day my band gets famous because that's what I did for many years. And this kind of stuff just doesn't happen overnight. So why not work a job that you absolutely love, that you're absolutely passionate about, whether you're a freelancer, you know, graphic designer, photographer, stuff like that, whether you want to be consultant like I am or a coach, come check out this free workshop. You can register at monicastrut.com slash hell yeah biz, H-E-L-L-Y-E-A-R-B-I-Z. I'll leave it linked down below. And yeah, it's a free workshop. It's in two parts. The first part will be about coming up with your awesome and profitable business idea. So I'll take you through the process of how I came up with mine and how I started, you know, seeing if there was actually a need for it in the market. And video number two, which will be happening a couple of days later, will be all about creating an amazing vision for your business and your life. Because we have to start with the end in mind. Like, where do you want to be in 10 years? Do you still want to be working the same day job and doing your music part-time? Do you want to be on the road touring? How long is that going to take? Realistically, do you want to work in that cafe or, you know, that shitty office job in five years time when your band is, you know, on the verge of making it and you have to choose between if your band goes on tour or if you continue working to pay your rent? These are the choices I don't want you to make. So I'm just all for starting your own business, having something there that backs up your band or yourself as an artist until you get bigger. And I would love to be on that journey of finding out what that is with you. So register now, monicastrat.com slash hell yeah biz. I really hope to see you at the free workshop and I'll speak to you next week. Bye. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.